Countdown to kickoff continues ahead of week 14. The Jaguars and the Cleveland Browns coming up. And it's time for our weekly conversation with pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. And here we go. Big December games. Got to get off the deck after last week's Monday night loss. That was deflating in so many ways. But everything is still out in front for this team, Fred. JP, you said it. You got to get off the deck, man. Got to pick up the pieces and continue to move forward. You know, there's no time to soak, no time to have a pity party. You know, it's a lot of football left. Uh, a pretty good team. You know, things didn't go the way they planned a week ago. But uh, I think this team, like I said in post game, I think they're resilient. You know, I think Doug has really built a culture there where the guys understand it. And uh, I really believe, in spite of everything that took place last week, you know, the injury to Trevor, uh, Christian Kirk being out for several weeks, uh, even the loss, I think they'll find a way to bounce back and uh, get this win. Fred Taylor with us. Well, the injury bug is the number one concern, obviously, Fred, and it starts with the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, as of Thursday, he was on the practice field for a little bit, doing some things. I, this could go all the way down to game time again, like it did for Thursday night football, and Trevor went out there with a left knee issue. You know, we'll, we'll see. Um, if, if he's not ready, C.J. Beathard has to be ready, and, hey, this – you know, there's still five games, four after this week to to make sure Lawrence is right. So do you roll the dice on this one? Well, you know, you have to – I think you do have to roll the dice and uh, and go. You do want Trevor to be at his best. Uh, I think CJ, he's been in the system long enough. He's shown signs that he is capable of getting the job done. You know, last week was a – it was a challenge for him. You have to come in in the fourth quarter – you know, a few minutes left in the game what was around seven or eight minute mark. Uh, I'm not 100 uh, percent sure. I can't really recall, but it was a very abrupt. And, uh, you know, he came in under those circumstances. But you got to always be ready. And I think this week, as Doug mentioned, being able to build a system, you know, specifically catered to CJ, simplify things. Uh, ETN, let's try and take advantage of the run. Cleveland hadn't been great versus the run. They have been very stout at home. We get that. But versus the run, they haven't been amazing. So I think you want to try and commit to that run, sprinkle in some plays that are CJ's favorite. During meetings this week, what do you like? What do you love? Let's narrow those plays down and put you in better, uh, more efficient in situations where you can be effective and uh, minimize mistakes for him. Uh, so I think strategically, if they could uh, uh, map out that or, or if they've mapped out that sort of uh, game plan construction throughout the week, they should find a way to be successful. OK, Fred, you know, we hear about high ankle sprains. Did you ever have one of those? And how painful is this? Uh, JP, I can tell you it's the, it's the third most painful injury I've had. And I say that because I had a, a groin I tore off the bone. That was the worst pain I ever felt in my life. Typically, that's a surgical procedure they use when you have chronic growing. So that was tough. Uh, turf toe. Uh, I had double turf toe at the same time when I was in New England. And, and lastly, uh, the, the third toughest one, again, is the uh, high ankle sprain. Uh, it's when the ankle rolls inverted. I believe they call it that. Uh, mine led to a surgery. I had to get the tightrope procedure, which we heard earlier in the week. Doug state that Trevor uh, avoided having to have that procedure done. 
Uh, that was done to me in 2010, my last year in New England. And I have two vertical plates on the outside of my tib fib, one of those bones, uh, I don't recall. Uh, and I have like fishing rope that they loop and they sort of pull those two bones together. And it, it allows the scarring of that ligament that stretches when you sprain the uh, high ankle. So uh, it's very painful, uh, hard to walk on, uh, harder and tougher to uh, run on. Um, and it takes time, unlike a normal ankle sprain, which is three, four, five days at max, maybe. High ankles can go anywhere from three to four weeks, but it varies on each person's body composition. Uh, when, when you add in the sport, uh, the position you play as a running back, having to stop, cut, accelerate, pick up, block, do things unexpectedly, it's tough for my position. At a quarterback position, it's tough, but maybe not as tough, uh, depending on your plant foot and how much protection you get from the guys up front. Uh, all in all, it's very painful to answer your question, JP. Fred Taylor with us. I, I liked the uh, the photo somebody put on X this week of a, an X-ray of a leg with a dog in it. And yeah, that's Trevor's leg. He's got that dog in him, I guess. I don't Trevor know. Trevor certainly has that dog in him. Uh, we, I don't know if you saw it, we talked about him in the podcast that we released on Friday. And um, man, he does got have that dog in him. We are all fans of Trevor Lawrence. He has so much heart, so much fight, so much passion and competitiveness in him. I, I, I love to go to battle with him any day. Fred, what happened to the run defense last week? And uh, is, is that – it's not who they are because they've been really good against the run all year. And for some reason, Cincinnati just ran all over them. They were missing tackles, missing gaps. I mean, is that – can they fix that in a week's time against Cleveland? Yeah, you can fix it. Uh, Indy fixed it after we ran for 300-plus on them, and they went on, ran off three, four wins to go win the Super Bowl. Certainly you can fix it. Uh, it's about having a sense of urgency. Uh, the guys have to get in there and watch film, watch themselves, coach themselves, be honest with themselves and say, well, that was me out of position. Or as you alluded to a second ago, that was me. Uh, I missed my gap. You know, uh, run game and stopping a run is about uh, uh, eight-man spacing. Each player has a gap. A through C, uh, you have a gap. You have to be in your gap. You have to do your job, do your assignment. Sometimes guys get excited, especially on defense, and they try to do someone else's job. No, be focused. Worry about yourself. Communicate. That's going to always be the key. I, I think that last week was a situation where they saw a quarterback on the other side who didn't have a lot of uh, film. And I believe a lot of those guys were in pass rush mode, getting out of their line uh, out of their lane out of their gap trying to get the quarterback and it exposed them and opened up the run and on the back end you said it we didn't do a great job of tackling so um those combination of things got them exploited as a team should have done uh so they can get back to it though I, I think um if they just go back they've watched the film realize their mistakes also the effort in tackling if they can come back to what they're used to uh, they should do well. 
Brett Taylor with us, proud of the Jaguars running back. Cleveland this week, the Browns, of course, seven and five. They're right there in the wild card chase right now. And then next week, of course, the Ravens, they're arguably playing the best football overall in the AFC. Then you get a couple NFC games in the South with the Buccaneers and the Panthers. And then you finish up with the Titans up in Nashville. So that's the slate ahead. Uh, the Jaguars do have the tiebreaker on the teams right behind them in the division race. That's far from over. So these games yeah. the next two weeks are crucial because all the sudden you get tied with the Texans or the Colts. Yes, you might have the tiebreaker, but all of a sudden they have life. And the Jaguars had that life last season. They know what it's like. Yeah, you know, everybody talks about, you know, seeding, positioning for the playoffs. I can tell you this, JP, and you know it too. Uh, these remaining five weeks, every week is a playoff game. You know, regardless of a Monday night atmosphere, yeah, you have an opportunity with a night game and an amazing atmosphere uh, on a Sunday night versus the Ravens, your mindset as a player should be, this is the atmosphere every week. Regardless of the time of the day, um, the opponent, my mindset is I'm going to go out there, I'm going to do my job, I'm going to play with a sense of urgency, I'm going to display extreme effort, and I will not be the, the weak link or that guy responsible for us losing. I am not going to be that guy. So everybody should dial in. Uh, realize the opponent ahead, realize the magnitude of the moment and what's at stake. Last week, what was at stake? They fell. They completely fell. That was a fail. And they have to somehow bounce back and kind of make some noise like my little bird in the background back there. <laughs> but they got to go in there and make some noise regardless. Got to make the noise to be heard. Fred, it's what it's about. Yeah. And the Jaguars are right there on the doorstep with you gotta be hungry. When you make that noise, be hungry. I think my bird is hungry. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta feed those birds. Nah, they gotta go out there and uh just handle business. I I've I've said it the entire year. You know, there's been a you know, the thing, the mantra, one of the mantras, you know, it was always about the Jaguars. You know, and really that's what it comes down to. It's not just cliche. The guys got to really understand that it's about them. You know, managing distractions, uh, not paying attention to the outside noise, allowing people to tell you how good you are. Uh, we saw a little bit of that earlier in the year and thought they shook that out of their systems. And I believe they have. Again, I think they're resilient. Uh, and I think they're going to go out there and, and win this game, despite what's going on around them with players, Doug said it's not about one, not not about uh, any one guy. It's the greatest team sport, and they got to act accordingly. So, saying all that to say, I got Jags. I got the Jaguars. You heard it here first, Fred Taylor with the Jaguars in Cleveland. Let's get it done, Fred, and we'll talk to you in the post game. And that ain't a homer call. That's how I feel. I'll be ready in the post game. I'm sure you will, and we'll talk to you then. I'll see you, JP.